0: You don't sound autistic. Well, uh, what does an autistic person Wait, sound like? You're autistic? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you that. You don't even look autistic. What? what we're talking about... Yeah, but, but I don't buy it. But I, I was diagnosed with autism and ADHD and anxiety and depression. You don't sound autistic. Welcome back to another episode of You Don't Sound Autistic. I'm Blake. And I'm Rochelle. And I'm autistic.
1: And I'm not. There you go. Thanks. I got it right.
0: That's right. only took seven takes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today?
1: Um. So we had an interesting week.
0: Oh yeah, I should probably pull up my phone because we have like a bunch of stuff we could talk about. We did actually. So sure, we, you, you pull up your phone. I'm always one looking stuff up.
1: Well, I don't know what I'm pulling up.
0: Oh, I thought didn't uh, somebody mention some stuff on oh. the Facebook group or something?
1: Oh, I was going to talk about uh, uh, his. Um, oh right.
0: I guess we'll talk about that instead. And we'll talk about the other stuff next time.
1: Okay. Um, So sounds so secretive. (laughs) I know, like our lingo here, shorthand. So, as you know, our son got officially diagnosed three, not three, back in July over the summer, with autism, and it had a really long report. And we met with the doctor twice. You know, one for the evaluation and one for the delivery of the report. And you know, it's a highly emotional experience because you're basically inviting a physician into the inner workings of your home and they're offering some support and guidance and explanation about all the struggles that you're going through in uh, and offering perspectives, you know, that you may not have considered before and it's just downright overwhelming. So we met with the doctor, uh, the developmental pediatrician. And if you don't know already, a developmental pediatrician um, specializes in neurodiversity, um, for children and teenagers, and so, if you have the opportunity to be evaluated by one for your child, um, that's the way to go.
0: If you have the opportunity to be evaluated to by one for your, your child, your child
1: evaluated. Thank you. There you go. I said it wrong. You did. <clears throat> but um, we were able to revisit with our son's developmental pediatrician six months post initial diagnosis. And we do a review, you know, and we answer questionnaires about, you know, what's his rigidity, what's his repetitive behavior, what's his social communication looking like, what's his, um, you know, play time with peers, and it's it's an update. And then she evaluates him, and we sit and talk and answer a bunch of questions and, and kind of run through daily life, and then we have um, kind of a moment of question and answer, which I found to be so much more impactful this time, now that we've started to build a rapport with the doctor. And this goes back to, in an earlier episode, we talked about the differences between a medical evaluation and diagnosis and a school a, med- a school evaluation and an IEP, and they're sharply different. Yes. And for completely different reasons.
0: You've been talking for almost three minutes straight it's hard to remember I know, everything the
1: cat won't, won't stop leaving you alone
0: okay yes so, no i'm just saying it's hard for me to jump in because i don't it, like i'm like okay what do i comment on
1: so should we start over
0: no you think we should start over yeah why
1: because i don't like that
0: you don't like what <laughs> this awkward silence yeah we're gonna start over <laughs> no i don't want to start over
1: oh uh, blake
0: Ooh, i like that <coughs> Moan my name again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Seriously, I don't want to start over.
1: Okay, we're talking about the differences between a medical... Sorry, I'll start again. Let's talk about the differences oh, between no, no, don't, don't a medical again. evaluation and an IEP. Yes. The the school eep, evaluation. EEP. Yes. Because now that we're six months down the road and a little bit more experienced, I think we can speak in a, in more depth and be more helpful on this subject. Yes. Okay. So I was just outlining the backstory of where we are and our we're at our six-month follow-up. Right. Okay. So at this moment in time, we just completed our six-month follow-up and our son just completed his first full week of receiving services from the IEP. So we're now like down both roads. We know a little bit more about what we're doing. Right. Okay. So one of the things that we talked a lot about on the day of this follow-up was how much more helpful we found the information during the question question and answer period because we were starting to build rapport with the doctor. I mean, when we first walked into the door, she didn't know all the research we've done. She has no idea what we know and don't know. And so when I'm asking questions, I was was upset with some of the answers that I received the first time around. and, And I realized quite humbly on the drive home that, I misunderstood her answers and I think she misunderstood my questions and not because we miscommunicated it's just because we were in different parts of the room the, <laughs> the process in our minds and we just you know missed each other but but asking the same questions again this time um, it was just easier to connect and feel like oh my gosh I I misunderstood her we're actually on the same page and I felt... Um, grateful that we'd revisited some of those conversations and they're specific to his emotional capacity.
0: I'm shaking my head, yes. Okay. Not very good for a podcast.
1: <laughs> no, but um, one of the things I think we are, we're all really tuned into is what is the emotional capacity of our children. Um, And that's true for teenagers. I think that's true for adults. What's the emotional capacity when there's autism involved? Because we're told that the emotional social reciprocity is delayed or limited or, you know, has a different viewpoint of it or is not capable of understanding. And to some degree, that's correct. And I was misunderstanding to what degree that was because clearly he's very emotional.
0: Yes, he is. As are you. i am not emotional
1: well not in this moment but you feel your emotions very deeply
0: yeah i was thinking about the other day and i was it's i think it's more like people maybe it's just my perspective but people with autism um maybe it's that we feel our emotions and maybe just aren't able to verbally express it as as well as neurotypical people maybe that i don't know i was just thinking i was like oh because i'm You were asking me last night, you were like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. I I mean, I I just didn't, don't feel well. Okay. You know, like depression just hits you and you're just like, I don't know. I just don't feel well. But I I know how I, like I I certainly know how I feel inside, but just being able to vocalize that in a way that would be understandable for you. I don't know how to do that. Okay. Well, that's. But again, I don't know if that's just me.
1: I don't think it's just you Um, after because you called me upset last night as well. And after we hung up, um, I just happened to click into Facebook, which I haven't done much this week. So pardon me. But um, another one of my friends had posted one of those um, segments about I suffer from anxiety and depression You know, please understand that if I'm not paying attention to you right now, it's not that I don't love you or whatever. I'm just going through my own thing and I need your love and patience. And it was and it was beautiful. And I wanted to repost it because he says, please repost it if you can agree. And I don't I don't have anxiety and depression, so I didn't feel right reposting it. But at the same time, I wanted to repost it because it's written for mental health awareness, right? and that's exactly what this podcast is 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 a mental health awareness podcast and emotional dick health dick jokes
0: <laughs> well
1: yes but and, and it's a real life you know re- accord of what we're record of what we're going through yep and so your anxiety and depression um is very valid and it was it was easy to see that you were feeling um depressed last night just your whole state of being looked like it was slumped into kind of a frozen state of being like your facial expressions were less like that pep in your voice wasn't there your engagement with the chaos of the baby jumping around and whatnot wasn't there like i
0: normally have pep in my voice you do okay i'll pep it up a bit thank you but
1: but you don't have to actually i mean if you're not feeling it you don't i'll mask
0: just for you no
1: i don't want you to do that what
0: else can i do i'll be a little circus monkey
1: no if you're feeling it i think you, you should honor your feelings okay in fact, that's one of the things we talked to the doctor about. How do we teach our son not to be emotionally, um, what's the word? Hijacked. That's not the word I used. Manipulated.
0: You got to you gotta beat him up with love. Okay. Yeah. I just realized as I was going to say beat him up, people are going to be like, you beat your kid? And be like, no. <laughs> no. You got to beat him up with love. Give him so many kisses and hugs. Right. How do we keep him from being emotionally manipulated? Right. Keep him away from other people.
1: That's one strategy. Like
0: lock him in. and let uh, Lock him. Up. This is all, I guess, it's, again, it sounds like child abuse. I got to stop.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, every parent <laughs> wants to wrap their kid in bubble wrap, though, right? Like, we don't want do our I? children to be hurt. I mean, we never. No, you never want your well, child. You well, know,
0: yeah, obviously, you don't want them to get hurt. And emotional. Sometimes, though, you know, after they've kicked you in the nuts, maybe you, you wouldn't mind seeing him get hurt a little <laughs> 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 I guess this it, only, maybe that only happens to people that have nuts.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen to me, but I get an elbow or a head in the face quite frequently. Like, That's And true. it's not even intended. It's just that he, when he moves around, he just moves around so... There's so much power in each movement that if you're just a little too close to him, like watch out, he does not know where his body stops and my body starts. He's and, like
0: a mini rock.
1: And okay. they collide often. Like I am really really nervous about the recovery portion of of my surgery this week because it is to my face and I'm just afraid he's going to knock me.
0: Rochelle's having a rhinoplasty done. <clears throat> it?
1: It's a septoplasty. Oh, okay. My, my nose bones are fine. They're beautiful. But it's yeah. what's behind them that's, that's broken. So, so is this going
0: to make your nose smaller?
1: I don't think so. Drats. It's just supposed to help me be able to actually breathe. You know. Gotcha.
0: So. I'm going to be sucking up even more air with all those nostrils. <laughs> all those nostrils.
1: <laughs> I still only have two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but because of his proprioceptive challenges. Um,
0: proprioceptive?
1: proprioceptive yeah
0: that's a fun word
1: it's uh, I do not know how to spell it um, but it oh, okay. is basically the in- input that our joints give our brain when we come in contact with anything else around us so our surroundings so proprioceptive feedback is like that feeling you get like when you like hit the volleyball and you get that feedback in your hands like that's a proprioceptive feedback response so you know how he's addicted to crashing right now like he just wants to jump up and crash and fall to the ground In the act of falling and hitting the floor, what he's what he's creating is proprioceptive feedback. Gotcha. Which is why it's really easy for him to crash into me on a regular basis. Just trying to get dressed in the morning, it's like, oh, there was an elbow in my face. That's not going to do well.
0: He doesn't do that stuff to me.
1: Really, I so I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe or maybe I'm just not a wuss.
1: (laughs) Well, well, in talking because
0: I don't get beat up, and if I do, like you know, then I'm like, oh, you got me.
1: Maybe, maybe. But he doesn't
0: hit me in the face.
1: I get elbowed and, head. I mean, yeah, all the time. And it's all accidental. Like, he has no idea he's doing it. But he's
0: just really clever. In talking to
1: the doctor this week about, and going through the review process, she she asked a question this time that I don't remember her asking last time, which was, does he seem hyperactive to you? We're like, yes. (laughs) Yes, he does. Um, So I really strongly recommend to get both. You need a medical evaluation, separate and apart from a school evaluation, and they, they absolutely serve two different purposes, and, and you really need to have both bases covered. So um, if you only have one, please look into getting the other, because the school is really only going to focus on how well can your child be compliant through a day of school activities, like how long can they sit in the chair, can they, can they stay focused, can they accept what they're learning? What accommodations do we need to make to help them be compliant within school? That's And that's their main focus. Right. But our developmental pe- pediatrician is focused on the big picture and every nuance of his health. His emotional health, how his social development is coming along, what's his communication skills. Because she knows they're all interdependent.
0: Is your Christmas tree pre-lit? It is. Okay. I just I needed to ask that question. ADHD. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm sitting here like... Oh, that's interesting. As you're talking, I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know if those are pre-lit Christmas tree or not. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't do that. It came that way. Keep going. So knowing that you have somebody there to guide you through the nuances of sleep and diet and, you know, exercise and behavior and social and emotional responses like that's you need that person in your corner. And we have a phenomenal doctor in our corner.
0: We do. We keep her in the corner because otherwise she tries to get away and <laughs> we don't want it's that. It's
1: not that. She is providing support for numerous, numerous families. Okay. Um, we're just lucky that she's also su- providing support for us. So what's and she
0: doing in the corner then? Get out of here. Okay. I was trying to help her out. Oh, well. There you go.
1: Yes. And um, so please make sure that you kind of cover those bases for your family as well.
0: Yes. Serious talk. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Is that it? No. Oh, shit. All right.
1: I, in fact, I wish... Honestly, we were talking to her about the different types of therapies that are available, and she was... Trigger warning. De- she was describing to us how um, many of the autism therapies have been changing over the years to reflect the feedback they've been receiving from parents and how to make things more specialized and more data-driven, and yet... They're talking about ABBA. Well, I wasn't going to name it meant completely, but yes, I'm talking about ABA therapy and I know it's highly controversial, but so is speech therapy to some families, so is PT, so is OT, like I've heard um, I've heard the gamut on on people's comfort with therapies and rightly so because they all do different things.
0: What's a gamut?
1: Like the full spectrum, it's another word of
0: spell gamut. If you can't spell it, you can't use it.
1: G-A-M-M-O-T, I think.
0: I don't think that's it.
1: Well, look it up. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Is it G-A-M-U-T?
1: I have no idea.
0: Let's find out. This is thrilling radio right now.
1: Oh, shoot. I'm totally wrong.
0: Look at that. I don't even know the word and I can can spell (laughs) it.
1: G-A-M-U-T? Yep. The complete range or scope of something. My definition was correct. My usage of it was correct. All right. There you go. I just made up my own spelling. Look, you,
0: you could have used the word spectrum.
1: I did use the word spectrum.
0: All right. From now on, I'm using the words gam- gamut. 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 <laughs> I believe it's gamut. Okay. Thank you very much. Anyway, okay. sorry. I'm in a weird mood today.
1: I noticed. I, I mean, I know that- I'm
0: highly interruptible in my brain.
1: That's okay. I appreciate you just being you, and I don't want you to change.
0: Oh. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Don't lie. All right. Keep going.
1: Okay. I don't know where I was now. I don't either.
0: <laughs> Success. I got you.
1: <laughs> I got me off the topic.
0: That's right. We were talking about the doctor in the corner. And we let her go.
1: Well, so okay, thank you. There's my 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 circle around was that she said that because of the feedback and the needs of and their understandings of autism has been improving so drastically over the years, so has the therapies to change to go to accommodate that and actually many of the skills that they're that they're trying to teach in the different therapies would help our children adapt more to understanding their emotions understanding their body understanding their feelings so that they can respond appropriately and i sat there and actually wondered i was like man we need this kind of support for adults <laughs> we need it for you know more people it doesn't exist and she said well we we're not have worth saving we have access to say, you know, to work for the, on the next generation. And we're really trying to do our best and play our, you know, do our best to help the next generation be emotionally intelligent.
0: Only until they're 18.
1: Well, no, I mean, everything's evolving. I got an email today from, I don't remember one of the sites I subscribed to that says that now the, um, percentage of in 2018, one in 44 children has autism. I thought it was one in 54, but -hmm. apparently as of 2018, it's down to one in 44. And I understand that within the scope of two decades, it'll be one in two children. What? Yeah.
0: So everyone's going to be autistic.
1: I'm telling you. What a bunch of
0: bandwagoners.
1: (laughs) Well, the genetic component of this, and I think because I do think it's bigger than just autism. I did ask the question because it came up in some of our Facebook conversations about anxiety and depression being genetic and she said it's not yet known to be a genetic but it is known to be highly inheritable. Now, tease those two definitions apart.
0: Yeah, I can't.
1: Highly inheritable
0: but not genetic?
1: But not yet they haven't yet defined it as genetic, which means and what I understood that to mean is yeah, they know that if dad and mom and dad have it, you're likely to have it, but they I don't think they've isolated it to the exact genes yet. Ah. But it's It always
0: comes down to pants.
1: <laughs> well, it's a no-pants household, so...
0: Which this one has been. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. <laughs> so it comes down to our genes, or maybe it doesn't.
1: Well, according to Bruce Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton... the oh, I study you going to Willis. Epigenome, <laughs> The study of epigenetics, our genes are not... Fixed, Just like we used to think the brain is fixed and can't be changed that now under the philosophy of neuroplasticity, which means our brains absolutely change based on what we experience in our everyday life, based on the food we eat, based on our environment, our emotional and mental state. The same is true for our genes. Our genes can um, be damaged. They can be turned on and off like uh, COVID itself is changing genes. People have long haul symptoms. Yeah, that's the plate. Long haul symptoms from losing their sense of taste and smell because COVID is actually changing the, the nerve receptors and changing the genes on certain things. So all of these things are influenceable over life.
0: I know why I feel weird. Why? I didn't take my medicine. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, sitting here and I'm like, you keep talking and I'm like, I don't know what this bitch is saying. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> I, I saw the moment no where you like realized
1: <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, he just had a good thought.
0: I have no idea what is happening right now. Oh yeah.
1: no! Should we pause? so You can go get it. I guess. It. I mean, it's up to you. Let's I want you that. to feel. I. I, I want you to feel your best. It.
0: I think because I, I. wasn't feeling well this morning, so I was like, "Uh, oh, I guess I'll just." Because I want to. My stomach wasn't feeling well, so.
1: Right. Were you stressed out last night?
0: I mean, I don't know if I would say it's stressed out. What does that have to do with this morning?
1: Because your stomach didn't feel well this morning.
0: Oh, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling well this morning. I don't know why.
1: Well, depression. You know, that's a.
0: It's not exactly It's a state
1: of freeze. It would throw your body into the fight flight freeze. It would throw off your digestion. Yeah. You know. We um, talked about that actually last episode.
0: I guess we can pause for 1 minute. We'll be back folks. Just give me 1 minute. Okay. And we're back again. Nice. Just like that with the the magic of audio editing.
1: That was an important pause though. I'm I'm glad you were able to figure that out. So, yeah. That's good. Cool. And it'll take a minute for you to feel better, but
0: yeah, I'm probably not. Gonna, you're not going to hear the transformation in the episode. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> that's I'm okay. still going to be sitting here wondering about your Christmas tree lights.
1: <clears throat> oh goodness. Well, so anything important happened for you this week that you want to share? Anything interesting or enlightening? Is that a leading question? It is.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I honestly can't think of anything.
1: I can think of one story that perfectly aligns to our last episode. What's that? So another night you weren't feeling well was Monday night. Yeah. But you were feeling, you weren't feeling well for different reasons. Okay. Monday night was the night you were getting feedback on your project. And you were anxious about the response because. My project? Yeah, because the potential client didn't give you any parameters. Oh,
0: I know what you're talking about.
1: And you were basically asked to mind read um, the scope of work. And produce a product that she "quote unquote" liked without any like guidance of what she was actually looking for. Well, she sent me videos. That's not the same thing as clearly communicating. Yeah. So you did. You you went through with the project. You you gave it you know really top effort, and then she wasn't sure if she liked the the. um
0: Still haven't heard anything.
1: Okay, so that but you were responding to how you felt. You know, kind of angry because she really didn't give you any parameters. I was angry for that reason, but. But either ways, it threw you into another um, fight or flight. Yeah. You know, we were going back and forth trying to figure out how to respond to the whole situation. And and then the next morning, what happened to you? Do you remember?
0: No. My brain is not working right now.
1: Okay, so the next morning, you uh, were not feeling well also. And you were late to work.
0: Right. My my tummy wasn't feeling good.
1: My tummy wasn't feeling good. Yep and we talked about the correlation between those fight or flight moments and the physical the you know the biological responses that come from anxiety and and moving into fight or flight responses and and unfortunately it it also demonstrated exactly within a day or so of recording the last episode
0: yeah what
1: <laughs> so the connection is valid
0: yeah you're, are wait? Are you giving credence to your own connection? I am. Okay.
1: It's because there is a biological is response. Very
0: much. You sound like uh. I don't know why I was doing that all of a sudden.
1: I like your accents.
0: Oh, I was. You were gonna be a German. Oh, I like. I was, okay. Yeah. Like what's what's his face? Um, Freud.
1: Oh, I was. Yeah. Oh, go ahead.
0: You and your th- I was like. I, I I can't think of what I was gonna say now. It was gonna be something with a German accent.
1: Oh well, I mean, you are testing my theory, but my theory isn't based on um you know, academics alone, it's based on years and years of watching this play out. The, when the, when we have these, you know, all those
0: episodes of West Wing are finally starting to pay off.
1: <laughs> no, I wish. Cause I have that show memorized. I'm very, very sad. They took it off of Netflix.
0: We, but, all, we all know.
1: Um, but no, I mean, I just, this, I've spent a career, I've spent 20 years in my career helping people downregulate from fight or flight and and flip back into a rest and digest um, central nervous system. And I did find often, and I still, I still do. There are, I can almost categorize people into two groups, people that can flip down and downregulate and people who, who can't without significant support. It just is a much bigger process and, and the biology of it requires, you know, almost pharmaceutical grade supplementation daily. I mean, that's why our son is on the protocols that he's on with all of his his vitamins right is to help the biology um, of the chronic state of fight or flight that he lives in. Yeah. So
0: I got the sour legs.
1: Oh no. You know what that is? I do. I do. Yep. Have you been taking your prebiotics, your probiotics? I ran out. Oh, we need and to get you some more.
0: Yeah. Yes, we do.
1: Yes, we do.
0: If you could just take care of that for me, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> the eternal admin. <laughs>
1: No, I I understand. Like, it's a lot to do. It's it is a lot to do. Um, But there is a reason why all of those systems need to be supported. Your digestive system, um, you know, the B complexes um, are actually water soluble, which means our body does not store any excess of them. So we have to continue to take the B vitamins, which we've got an earlier episode that talks about. Um, what the different B vitamins do. And, and some of those B vitamins are sensory processing support. And Are they? They are. And other B vitamins help to produce serotonin and melatonin, you know, and those are really important for sleeping and waking.
0: I'm a big fan of the tonins.
1: <laughs> well, in keeping up with the tonins, you've got to take your B complexes. Um,
0: I could use some body tonin.
1: Yes. Oh, couldn't we all? Yeah, absolutely. I was expecting a bigger laugh out of
0: that one. Sorry, I'm, tough, in, tough, I'm
1: in too much agreement. Tough room. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, because I think it's a little bit different. So when we met with the doctor this week and talked about where our son is, you know, now at age three and we're six months into his official diagnosis and a year into his um, the first stage of his therapies, I definitely walked away from that visit feeling more grounded in the approach that we're raising him with um positive response oh uh, prt i can't remember it's positive response therapy i think but but using that verbal strategy of you know positive reinforcement when he's doing well
0: sorry i'm trying really hard to pay attention
1: I know it looks like you just look over at me and you look at my face and you find something funny about it and you have this whole conversation in your head and then you just start laughing when you look at me and I'm like I he had a whole joke in there and and I didn't get to be a part of any of it.
0: Yeah. You you spelled precinct wrong.
1: On my on my computer. Well yeah because I just kind of guess at words now.
0: Okay, I just wanted to make sure you knew.
1: Yeah I just. Keep going. Thanks. (laughs) My human autocorrector. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I'm sitting here. I'm trying so hard to pay attention, and I'm I'm just like just because I took the medicine doesn't mean it's going to work right away.
1: I I understand.
0: So back okay. to the important thing. The, no, what's I this just... episode's going to be called, Blake Derp? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what? That's not inappropriate because this is your real life.
0: It is my real life.
1: And I don't think enough people. I guess the whole point I'm trying to get to, although I'm doing a really like Sagittarian bad job, is talking way too much about it. Is that I do believe that. It is okay to ask for help and okay to receive help because of the complexity of autism and ADHD and anxiety and depression, it's not a one like pill answer. Like you, it
0: takes two pills,
1: it just, <laughs> it's not four even, actually. It may not even, I mean, it may or may not even need pills. I'm just, I don't, I'm not finding the right word. It's like it's a multi tactic solution like your whole world is different your your whole owner's manual to feel empowered in your life is different yeah and i think my goal in supporting this process for you and declan is to help you find that owner's manual that really brings out the best of you and you know there are moments like this where this is the reality of how you feel
0: it's true
1: this is you know, the honesty of,
0: I feel gassy.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause your tummy is not, your tummy would be responding to, I, you know, actually I said this in the last episode. Yep. We talked about this. Flatulence. We talked we about did. flatulence. We absolutely did. It's
0: more of a, more of a, what's, what's the, what's the flatulent term for like, like if you feel like gassy in, in your, t- you know, like if you have to burp.
1: Oh, I know. It just when it's when your when your um, tummy just kind of feels no. But is there a word you weak. know
0: like like instead of saying fart, you say flatulence because it makes you sound smarter?
1: No, I just I've always said like gurgly. It's how it feels in my my tummy. Like it just feels gurgly.
0: Gurgly. That's the scientific.
1: I don't know what the term. scientific thing is. Yeah, I okay. don't know.
0: All right. Well, whatever it is, I feel it.
1: Okay. Well, that's a fair feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very biological response to.
0: I'm I'm having a biological response right now. <laughs>
1: doesn't sound as cool
0: maybe you know what's funny maybe, I maybe that's cool what i'm gonna do from now on yeah yeah instead of saying fart, i'm just gonna say oop sorry about that had a biological response <laughs> it would be totally valid it would be valid it's no
1: different than being like whoa 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 employee i need a headline here like you need to start you know if you're gonna approach me with a download you gotta give you gotta classify this conversation as something like
0: yeah no one does that
1: I know, but that doesn't mean that they can't.
0: No, they could.
1: They could. The but world is changing. The world is changing. That's and right. It,
0: Their kids are going to be autistic.
1: It, there's a one and two opportunity. Oh, opportunity. Yeah, let's
0: hit. That's right. It's an opportunity to make more autistic people.
1: I, you know what, I have said from the beginning that I do not believe autism should be labeled as a disability. I do not believe that it is a disadvantage. I know that it is a completely different way of operating oh. every aspect of life, but. I watch a brilliance that exists within you and, and Declan that I don't see in other places. So I absolutely believe that autism is an advancement on the neurological evolutionary ladder. Gotta have
0: a touch of the tism. That's what I've been saying.
1: <laughs> you have been saying that actually. Yeah. I, I actually think it's a gift. But but the biology of autism or anxiety and ADHD needs to be addressed so that your body is not taking over your experience you know your body needs to needs different support so that it can really just let the the intellectual brilliance shine yes that's what i believe okay so that's what i'm working really hard for and and another reason why you need both a medical evaluation to help you through that process different from a school evaluation to help you through the learning process, but I also believe there's a third leg to this stool that is not being—and I mean, like a, 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 a thing to sit on, <laughs> right. just to be clear—not stool. No, I'm not. I'm not that. We t- weren't going there. No, I wasn't going there. I believe there needs to be a, nu- a nutritional uh, aspect to it. A, right. Because sometimes
0: you want to make sure that you have a healthy stool.
1: I mean, that's true, but I was I was headed towards the concept of nu- nutrigenomics. <laughs>
0: All right. Nutrigenomics. Well, this is part of my brilliance, Rochelle. Okay. Is my ability to take the word "stool" and make it funny.
1: And you, you know what? It is a skill that actually is a gift. But the yes. the concept of nutrigenomics is out there. It's it's the combination of nutrition, obviously, and epigenetics, and using um, nutrition to make our genes and our the core of our bodies. From a biological standpoint, stronger.
0: What is it? Neuro nutrigenetics? Neutrogen-
1: Nutrigenomics.
0: Right. Okay. Yes. And then, and yet, you can't spell precinct.
1: I cannot. It's the S and the C. I can't. I don't know. I get dyslexic with it. I have to look it up. There is no S. Well, that's probably why. Because in my brain, the S and the C look very similar, and from memory, I can't remember which one is in the word.
0: Ah, gotcha. Just to sure there's no be there's real no vulnerable estimate. about
1: my process i i don't have like when my mind goes to pull the words together to spell sometimes the ones that look similar they can spell con- they confuse spell, me.
0: spell spell c-p-e-l-l spell <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay you're lucky i am you said the s and the c sound the same they look the same in my mind Th- Th- they nice look use of alliteration you see that? yeah i see that
0: yeah the S and the c sound the same
1: Yes, they in my brain they look similar and I don't know which one to pull from.
0: All right, whatever so, works.
1: I'm just telling you how it works in my head. Okay. So.
0: Sorry, I'm still.
1: Nutrigenomics.
0: Yes, nutrigenomics.
1: Is where we were headed, but
0: that's where we're headed.
1: That's a, you know what I I actually don't mind the tangential quality of this episode because you know this relates to many 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 of our conversations just in real life because this is what it it's like to. Be your authentic self in a relationship, whether it's, you know, friendship, family or what or or any other quality and just own who you are and not be worried about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to own it right now.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Owning the crap out of it. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah. What? You are. You are owning it. I mean, we're recording as you are experiencing this.
0: Yep. It's true. What time is it?
1: What's the actual time? I'm on a deadline. It's I'm too, okay. Yeah. Okay. No pressure. Little
0: <laughs> little behind the scenes sneak peek at what time we're recording the episode. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I'm feeling a little bit of pressure because I, I've got to leave for a test in 30 minutes, and um, I thought you had to be there in 30 minutes. Oh shoot! Is it already there? Yep. You're right.
0: 15 minutes. Yep.
1: Um. So we'll have a
0: short episode.
1: Yes. So.
0: But hey, we released two episodes last time. We did. So so no complaining. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hear any complaints from anyone.
1: I don't think anyone's complaining. Okay. This is um a phenomenal time just to be able to record this as we are, so
0: doesn't feel phenomenal. No. No, because I'm like I said, I'm I'm gurgly. You're gurgly. As you said.
1: Yeah. And that's probably, you know, not helping focus. No. It's always hard to focus when you're not feeling well, especially when our stomachs don't feel well. I mean, I know when my 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 tummy gets my attention in the the middle of a session and I'm like, oh, gosh. And I think it always creates that instant panic because, you know, that it there are certain situations where you can just get up and go take care of yourself. And there are certain situations where you can't. Yeah. You know, and, and that feeling of being trapped and being like, okay, I've got to sit here and I've got to make it through this and and I've got to pretend like I'm not in panic mode over here. And then it just adds to the panic.
0: Social uh, awareness. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. See, that's not... You should be able to be like, I got to take a shit.
1: You should. I think we should be more honest about our feelings. We should be more... Do a- you
0: imagine if the president had to take a dump in the middle of like a speech oh my gosh i was like folks hold on to your hats i gotta go take a dump
1: i mean he's a he's a person he he or she in the in the future they're they're a real person like how convenient that you just don't have to do any of that and i mean we don't know
0: that's something i always wonder like you know the stand-up comedians and stuff right i'm like if if they're on stage you know they're doing like an hour an hour and a half of material right like what if they have to go to the bathroom
1: I've wondered the same thing. Hey, when we commit to being a massage therapist, like you're committing to spending 60 to 90 minutes or whatever with somebody. And, and in that moment, we have to walk. When we walk in that door, we're basically telling our bodies, hey, anything you need isn't going to matter right now. What well,
0: if you get diarrhea? I, I guess would, you wouldn't be working that day.
1: Oh, well, no, it's happened to us. It's incredible.
0: You, you just let it rip?
1: Uh, no, we just try really hard to not acknowledge it and not, and we just try and hold everything in and then
0: sitting there doing kegels basically reverse kegels
1: absolutely and you know and tighten the water watching the clock like second by second so that we can run out of the room yeah that's a if you're in a private practice it's a little bit easier because you're in a little bit more control of the schedule but no i mean that's a real thing and it happens
0: excuse me phil i have to go take a shit (laughs) well and no
1: i was talking to my mother recently and she's a high school teacher and she was telling me how restricted the Schools are now, at least hers, about bathroom breaks for kids. And I couldn't help but immediately think, like, oh, my gosh, what if that was Blake or that was Declan, you know? And they really, really needed to go. But they're so worried about kids now during um, unsupervised time that there's no time for bathroom breaks in between sessions. And I'm like, that that just seems cruel. Like, you don't even have time to take care of yourself. What if you really, really, you're already having focus challenges, and now you've got a, a biological system that's really demanding your attention?
0: Yeah.
1: And you don't feel and you, that you're, the teachers are told not to, don't let them out. Don't let them. I mean, that just, uh, what is our, what is the goal of the world right now? Like, are we so. It's to keep people from going to the bathroom. It feels that way sometimes. No more
0: potty breaks.
1: We need to have stronger focus on being able to take care of ourselves. <laughs> like,
0: Right. Not everyone can tighten up.
1: No. It's, and there's moments where no matter what you do, like that's impossible. And there's, an Absolutely urgent situations you need to be able to say, you know what, I need to be right back. And I think that over time, as I hope we continue to raise these generations through all this changing world and this increasing population of neurodiversity, which it is going to continue to increase. um, And if we had accurate data, I think we'd be more aware of how much it has already increased that we're not recognizing yet. I hope and my prayer, my heart wishes that as this happens, we can build in a society that is far more compassionate to helping each other meet their basic needs. And if, even if that's conversational, that says, Whoa, you talk way too much for me. <laughs> can you tone it down or can you come with a headline or just feeling confident to ask for what you need?
0: Right. I'll do better. I'm no, sorry.
1: you've done really well. I'm. I'm not criticizing. I. I'm supporting. I'm saying you've done that.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, you do talk too much. I do. It's okay though. I know, but it. It. It bodes well for a, a podcast to have <laughs> someone that's a yapper. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> There's a fly in here. Yeah.
1: Uh, is there? Yes. Oh, is that why you focus has been off?
0: Yeah. Oh, that among other things. Oh,
1: I just that car
0: me. is also leaving their driveway, and I can't seem to stop looking at them. <laughs> <even>.
1: <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. What else is going on in your brain right now?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I like this picture of Declan. Okay. Trying to figure out the fact that why would someone ever name their kid Cloyd?
1: (laughs) My grandpa's name.
0: Oh man, what a it sounds like it it sounds like the thing that comes out after the baby. Oh, what's that? It's like, oh, that's the Cloyd.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, that's funny, but I don't know. It's just one of the older names. You asked me what I was thinking. I know. I I legitimately wanted to know.
0: Cloyd cockblock. (laughs) <laughs> the reason that's funny is because well, don't say
1: it. Oh, all. I, okay. And give away all my identity. I mean, I guess go ahead.
0: Oh, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Everyone, that's will, everyone will just think I said some random thing.
1: You'll just have to tune in to Blake's uh, comedy. Per career because this is part of one of his future stand-up jokes
0: oh so i'm allowed to say it in stand-up but yes. i'm not allowed to say that on yes. the podcast this is a
1: mental health awareness podcast
0: all right but i just said cock block
1: i know I, that's okay okay it, it'll be more relevant when you combine it with the with a set down the future it, he has full permission to put this in a set down the road
0: all right thanks yes cool just As not, his comedy just not c-
1: profession takes off
0: all right I keep see I keep going off the rails. I we got to I, I feel like we should spend the next 10 minutes trying to come up with a title for the episode seeing as it's been all over the place.
1: Yeah, well maybe that's the name of it.
0: Just all over the place? It's just
1: you know, I mean, maybe not that because we are trying to be mindful of the fact that our Audience is also all over the place, and that the more we are all over the place, the harder we are to follow. So we're aware of that. We do our best, but following this is following
0: the leader, the leader, the leader.
1: <laughs>
0: following the
1: leader. We're trying. Leader. We're trying. We this is our real life too, you know. I mean, like that's right. And it takes two people to don't be see
0: the rest of you doing a podcast for me. <laughs> I'm doing this for you.
1: That's right. It is not. It is not easy. To accept the truth about where life needs to be in terms of patience for neurodiversity. I do not think that there's enough recognition for how much patience we deserve to give ourselves and to give our loved ones. I,
0: I have very little patience.
1: Yes, but as a result, I have a lot of patience.
0: I have very big patience, too. It just depends on how fat they are. Oh. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my side um, my side gig.
1: Doctor of comedy?
0: That's right. Okay. That's right. They call me Dr. Comedy.
1: I think that would apply.
0: That would be uh, a good name for uh, an album. I would agree. Blake Furtick, Dr. Comedy.
1: I think it's valid.
0: After my first album, which will be called Late Bloomer.
1: (laughs) Everybody comes into their own at their own time. Everybody finds the story you were born to live. Comes into their own what? Their own power, their own story. The story you were born to live. Okay. Everyone finds it at different ages.
0: All right. Hey, Alan Rickman was like forty when he did Die Hard. So
1: that's right. So don't compare yourself to anyone else. Everyone has their own timeline. Okay. Absolutely. But
0: sometimes own. people do do things too late and and they fail. <laughs> but I don't
1: think. Well, I don't. <laughs> Otherwise think Otherwise, we'd all be successful. But I don't think that's why they fail. If if we don't fail because we do things too late, we fail because we stop believing in ourselves. Ah, okay. What is the concept of too late? What's the concept of time? It's when you're ready. It's when you feel confident. It's when you feel like you're, you know, like all. You sound way
0: more supportive than you really are. Oh, really? I'm just kidding.
1: How many times have I not answered the phone when you need support? I answer the phone every single time. That's
0: right. I'm like a big set of boobs and you're like a bra. (laughs) Just Just supporting me.
1: No, that's what friends do. We've been friends for 10 years. All right. That's a long time. Okay. That's a, a that's a, an achievement, I believe. That's amazing for us. And we're going to continue to be friends. All we for... had
0: to do was stay alive and keep in touch.
1: We've done a great job. Not everybody does that.
0: That's what friendship really is. Staying alive and keeping in touch.
1: Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. And it deserves more celebration than we give it.
0: All right. I smell something funny.
1: Well, at least you can smell it. I can't smell anything still. I, I thought I was getting my sense of smell back, but apparently I was told I'm
0: not. I know with, with those, with that snooter, I can't believe you can't smell everything.
1: I know, I don't. All the time. I don't. It's one of my worst. My genes have never been a. Um, You're an efficient like a, smeller. a bloodhound. No, I'm the
0: opposite. What's the opposite of a bloodhound?
1: Some I smell nothing
0: most of the time. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it's a real big challenge.
0: Well, then that's probably, never mind. It's going to make another flatulence.
1: Oh, no, no, no. No, so I I do believe that we're great friends. Okay. I'm happy to have you as one of my best friends.
0: I'm glad one of us believes that.
1: I do believe it. <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't. <laughs> Just
0: kidding. I don't know.
1: I know. It's, um. It's been a good...
0: I think you have to go soon, don't you? I do. All right. So I guess, I don't know. Did we accomplish anything in this episode? Not very much.
1: Well, I feel like we were, so the purpose of the podcast is to show a very raw and transparent glimpse into our lives and our lives um, are filled with various aspects of neurodiversity and we have done exactly that. You know, we don't, we don't sugarcoat things. We don't hide things. We share our lives in the hopes and effort to help illuminate some part of yours or a friend of yours or a family members of yours so that. You know, the, the the behavior that we have um, talked about a lot today is often behavior that can be easily misjudged. Right. And those misjudgments become all these negative feelings and then they become like, oh, well, I don't like this person and I don't want to be there. Or they become reasons to control another person. Like these are family dynamics people work with all the time without the compassion that you and I share for each other. Okay. So... I, my prayer is that in listening to this window of our lives and today being a very tangential day, which is the reality of life for us and nothing to be ashamed of, that we're demonstrating a way to approach it with that patience and compassion.
0: We should call it the reality of life. We should. There you go. There's That's the name a great... Of the, ep- there's the name of the episode. Yes. The reality of life. It sounds like a TV show. That's okay. What's the theme song?
1: You can write it for us. No, th-
0: th- th- I, that's why I paused. I was gonna. I, know, in, I, I, was in, I was gonna insert the music. Oh, do it. But, well, well, you you messed it up. Oh, I didn't read it. Because right. you kept talking. Sorry. God, Rochelle, haven't you talked enough?
1: <laughs> I have. I'm really talked out, honestly.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's call it. A, let's call it an early episode this time.
1: Yep. I'm and I hopefully I'm going to be in good shape for next week. I am going into uh, that surgery this week, so that's
0: right. She's going to get a smaller nose finally.
1: Hope happy recovery.
0: Happy recovery.
1: So, yep, it'll be good.
0: All right. Cue the music sometime. Any any minute now, Blake. All right, there it goes. See? I haven't actually written the music yet, so it's kind of funny when I say that because I, I'm like, shoot, I forgot I have to make music.
1: <laughs> you will. It'll be brilliant.
0: Oh, well. I have confidence. All right. Well, yeah, I hope so. All right. I'm Blake. And I'm Rochelle. And we'll be back. And hopefully next time we will not be so tangential. I apologize. I'll take my pills.
1: It's okay. I appreciate you being you.
0: Thank you.